Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories, the podcast where we talk about failures, successes, not too often, and we talk about how much my co-host and I are friends. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, uh, from Auto Manual Therapy and Edge Mobility System, The Eclectic Approach, and my co-host is always, and my good friend, for reals, <laughs> Jason Shane from Shane Physiotherapy. Yeah. Jason chose not to share the the part two to my, hey, you might have pain every day of your life uh, um, I mean, story, which, I which could, is coming. I'm waiting now. He basically is going to do um, a, uh, what's that called at the end of a season? A cliffhanger. A cliffhanger. And a cliffhanger. I'm going to just have you to know, wait. I, and I think those clinicians out there many of them have probably had to have that talk or, or maybe they haven't where they, you say to a patient, you might have pain forever, but I'm going to save that one because I, I got a good story today that I even know. I can't remember if we've titled this one before, but it might be a part two, but the title of it would be pain science gone wrong. Oh man. I have so many of these stories. Not a lot, but I mean, Oh, I got a good one. This one just happened just a few days ago. I feel for you. You ready for it? I'm ready. So let's see. Um, female patient, um, pro, female patient, higher BMI in her fifties, uh, lower back pain for five or six years. Uh, I saw her just for the first time just a few days ago. Um, she was in a motor vehicle accident nine months ago that flared up her lower back pain. She's had both of her knees replaced, one, one a couple years ago, one about six months ago. Her back pain increased after that as well. Uh, she's seen, I think, a couple physios over the last few years to treat the back pain. And uh, just the back pain's not going away. So, you know, right away, I, I, I try to ascertain, well, what have these other physios done? Not because I think they've done anything wrong, but maybe I like, I like to think why keep doing the same thing if it hasn't caused any improvement. And she talked about how, you know, these other physios, um, did give some exercises, did soft tissue work. Um, they would always put like tens or IFC and heat on at the end. And what I said to her is I said, you know, you've had this five or six years now. I think that the way to get out of this is through, uh, graded exposure, like what you talked about. So progressively increasing her exercise tolerance. And surprisingly, she actually did exercise five days a week already between a mixture of going on a stationary bike or walking in the pool. Um, so she was moving, but I don't think at a high enough intensity. I don't think she had built up her intensity high enough. So uh, I actually saw her the first time a couple of weeks ago. She was all on board with this. She came back the second time. Her symptoms were worse. I think all I'd given her was squats to the bench, maybe a plank on the counter, uh, some pretty easy stuff. So I tried to clarify what flares up your symptoms. 
She said that walking outside over 10 minutes does, but the bike doesn't, the recumbent. So I said, you know what? Why don't we replace walking outside with the recumbent? In the pool, you say when you walk more than 20 minutes, it's sore. Why don't we limit it? So why don't we limit the aggravating factors and replace with things like the bike that doesn't bother it? Comes in the third time. This was the most recent time I saw her. And she's flared up. She's in a lot of pain. And I say to her, I'm like, you know what? I think this is just a flare up. And she says how she has some symptoms down her left leg. So I'm thinking, well, maybe something has changed. But no, she's had symptoms down her left leg before over the last five or six years. Um, Another piece of the puzzle is she had an MRI seven months ago, showed nothing spectacular, you know, no major disc bulges, no major degeneration. So I said, you know what? I think this is just a flare up. Let's just stay the course. You know, I think that we need new gradual exposure. You know, I think that because your brain has paid attention to this pain for so long, we have to get it past that. You know, so I used some pain science. I said, you know, we're going to we're going to progressively overload. It's just a it's just a flare up. You know, and I give this explanation and then she says, "Yeah, but what are you going to do for my pain today?" And I say, "Well, I said I can try some soft tissue work. I can try some mobilizations." And she goes, "Well, the other physios put a machine on my back. She goes, could you try that? And it was probably TENS or IFC. So I asked, well, did it help? She goes, well, after a few weeks, the pain always went away. So I said, well, it must have been the machine then. Exactly. Thank you. So I probably said it was probably just because like most acute or acute flare ups, low back pain, they tend to decrease and resolve over a few weeks. But I said, I'm happy to try. So I do some gentle soft tissue work. I do some mobs on her back. I do some light traction. She goes to get up, spasm. And I'm doing gentle work on her. So no change in pain. So I said, I think this is just a flare up. Now, she was supposed to see me the following week, which was this last week. I did not see her in my schedule. (laughs) Now, will she come back again? I don't know. But... My thought is that I am not going to keep doing the same thing over and over again that she's done over the last five or six years. I am going to progressively increase her tolerance to more and more challenging activity without flare-ups. But the reason why I call it pain science got wrong was she had great buy-in day one. By day three, I think she was still looking for someone else to fix her, for some type of intervention to fix her. So... That's my story. I mean, take away from it. I think I'm still processing it. Yeah, you know, that's tough. And you have the uncertainty that I have now very early on in your career. Like, again, if I was as young a physio as you are in your career, I I just would have been like, yeah, I could fix this. Let's do this. I would have been one of those other physios. But the problem with reading research and keeping up with to date with what works and what doesn't work and I think some patients appreciate this and other patients absolutely do not. And I always wonder, am I not, am I not uh, certain enough is, you know, some patients will appreciate like self-assuredness and other patients will appreciate you being open. Like, Hey, this might work or this might not work, but you don't want to go mm-hmm. to an expert for a fix and you ask them to do something and they're like, it might work. Let's try <laughs> this. Let's see, you know? And, <laughs> and I hear myself saying that way more often the not and I every time I say it, it hurts me a little bit inside because I just think I don't know how they're going to take this. 
you know that's the worst right because you, you just said it yourself like well i don't know i mean we could try it's like i had a patient once tell me a long time ago like well you're the expert yeah i i think i've heard the same thing will you tell me and the funny thing is like and listeners i'm gonna be very candid here is urson has a well obviously i mean he a he's been practicing far longer than me has a wealth of more manual skills pain education you know mckenzie all that than myself and i wonder and, and it sounds like you have the same thing that even if you do that even if you were to say to them because you want to, I don't want to say you want to employ placebo, but you don't want to downplay it. You say, you know what? I'm going to do some techniques that that have been that could have a positive effect. You probably don't even want to say could. You want to say do have a positive effect. But when all said and done, it still might not make a difference. Right, I know, but it, and that's what I, I think I've, Jason uh, Silvernail and I have talked about this too. Like, are we too uncertain? You know, <laughs> I know. It, at this point in our career, should we, should the pendulum swim back the other way a little bit? And can we just say that, I think I have a set of things that I, are going to help. I even saying I think, you know, I can't right now. Like, <laughs> but, but gosh, even that, even that, uh, I, I love oh, the ringing gosh. confidence in that. I mean, yeah, I got hilarious. just a thing for that. And you know what? Or this, these tissue techniques will help with that. Oh, <laughs> you know what? I think for those practitioners who have been introduced to pain science who are, or who are somewhere on that spectrum or, or who are on the same quandary that we are, I think they're hopefully appreciating this talk because we're, we're describing it. I mean, this is, the, you know, the struggle is real. Okay. I, think I've, I think that applies here. And you know what? I want to just give a shout out to some jerk on social media who probably doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> okay. anyway. But probably a video not. that I posted back a couple of weeks ago, like, five reasons why pain science is practical or why you should be using pain mm -hmm. science or something like that. Right. And I went okay. over several reasons why people don't use it. Like I don't have time. I only treat athletes. I'm lame was one of them, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. <laughs> and his only comment on, on Facebook was, well, I don't even like the term using pain science, therapeutic neuroscience education. Sure. But you know, what do you even mean by saying pain science? Do you mean, you know, using, the breadth of research and knowledge to explain. And I'm like, all right. So I didn't word it well in terms of like pain science is not a verb, but I mean, thanks for your, <laughs> you know, like, thanks for your nothing, no point comments on the semantics. Of oh, man. I mean, if uh, I had to just go off on one person, I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm not even, we, 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 that, that fall, <laughs> that falls into, for those of you, who, um, if you go back, I think it was last season, we had a whole episode dedicated to, I can't remember what it was, what like I social media. And exactly. That's what it was. I think that may have been the title. But you know what? I like how you pop that in. But it, yeah, I'm going to leave it there because we, we, could, we could go on for a long time talking so about that. I'll tell you what, you just but, used you know pain what? science Let's... as a verb too. You just said you used pain science. <laughs> Or you did like you did pain science, here you know? we go i used i used research about pain science to try to explain to a patient yeah, to, why her pain might not have a pathoanatomical right. origin it's decreased vigilance that is what i decreased fear avoided yes that that, that that, that is now my new term when I say pain science. So, it, listeners, you better be prepared for me to take one minute Our to explain is that now. Every twice single... as long, thanks to this jerk. <laughs> Can we just agree what pain uh, science, okay. what using pain science yes. is? I don't think anyone else would yes, have a yes. doubt to that. No, no. 
Uh, okay, we should end this. We went over 10 minutes. See, that's what happens that's when we talk. Uh, you, how can people follow you, Orson? Uh, uh, check out Modern Manual Therapy on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Subscribe to themanualtherapist.com via email for weekly updates, which you will get daily blogs for that. Uh, all our products and seminars and other pe- other physios and fitness products are on edgemobilitysystem.com. And my courses are at The Eclectic Approach. How about you, Jason? Um, Shane Physiotherapy, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, website, shanephysiotherapy.ca. And I realized we forgot to thank UpDoc Media for hosting last I time. Did, I, but what we forgot was please rate us five stars on iTunes. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what we forgot. And same thing. We talked about it last time as well. Uh, September 2018, Urson is going to be up in Vancouver, Canada, which is where I live. We'll be hanging out. We'll be going out for sushi on the Saturday night. It's a two-day course. So if you're in the neighborhood, uh, in the area, in a few hours driving distance, close flight, come visit. It'll be a fun time. Well, come take the course as well. Come take the course too. Boy, I should start announcing where I'm going to be on all these. I'm going to be in more than just Vancouver next (laughs) year. It's got to be far enough ahead. because Yes. Colorado. Just, just, just Google uh, Urson Religioso and therapy seminars. There you go, and you'll be able to find Man, where he's it's teaching. Be Fifteen minutes. I'll see you later. Have a good day. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Talk to you later.